Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, here with another episode of What's the Issue. As always, I am Juan, and always with me is Gil. What's up, Gil? Hey, what's going on? Nothing much. It's been a couple hours since uh, we last talked, <laughs> since uh, we kind of had a geek out show breakfast slash lunch this morning with uh, Matt and you and myself. Sorry, Jade. <laughs> He's too far away. Yeah. Uh, he next time he could Skype, we'll just put up a a, a little uh, iPad, uh, and he can join us. Yeah. He can I'll virtual join him. us. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how are you, Gil? Um, I know how you are because obviously I just saw you a couple hours ago. But uh, let the people know how your week's been since. Uh... I'm doing terrible, man. No, like... <laughs> <laughs> not not much has changed, man. Just uh, kind of like same old, same old. You know, uh, but it was uh, pretty awesome though to hang out. You know, the three of us. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really fun, and then you guys came to the shop, and we hung out there. Uh, today was fun. Definitely, definitely. What about you? How's your week? Uh, it's been good. No complaints. Uh, Friday, I went and picked up some fixtures at Fry's that I had bought for uh, potential uh, remodeling branding of the store. Uh, Brett helped me out with that, and it ended up being a little bit more of a headache than we thought, but it all worked out at the end. Uh, and then just a pretty chill weekend. Um, kind of kind of sad because saturday should have been free comic book day but uh obviously because of circumstances uh it got pushed back to august this year so um i guess looking forward to tomorrow and may the 4th and hopefully hasbro disney and uh lucasfilm have something cool planned uh for tomorrow definitely question for you so do you think next year We'll go back to our normal, you know, first Saturday of May being free comic book day. Yeah, I, I think for sure, unless, unless like, you know, a meteor hits the earth or some shit. Uh, wow. Next year Why are you back. putting it out there in the universe? Jeez. <laughs> you know, zombie apocalypse from all the people getting vaccinated. Who knows? Yeah. If anything, next year, it should be back to the first Saturday in May. Uh, last year was such a disastrous mess that whoever came up with that idea should be fired so this year just moving moving it to later in the year should work out hopefully august is still still a decent time of the year it's still hot you know uh we still have a good weather um so people that do outdoor stuff or you know uh if you've ever been to our free comic book day uh there's a whole long ass line of people trying to get free shit and also the the cell that we have at the store. So even in May, sometimes I, I remember a couple of years, there's been times that it's drizzled. So August is still a good time for, uh, for decent weather all around the country. So hopefully it all works out. Definitely. Cool. So this week we don't have too many issues. There hasn't been really too much, uh, in the sense of uh, speculations or news uh, or anything, at least that that I've seen. Um, maybe, Gil, if you've seen some stuff, you could always chime in. But let's start off. Um, one book that we mentioned, I believe, two weeks ago uh, 
in the future keys uh, section of the episode was uh, Black Widow 6 that came out last Wednesday. Um, this has the first appearance of Lucy Nguyen. Uh, she becomes a, prote- a protege for uh, Natasha. I know we sold out right away once word started to spread about this first appearance. Um, I think it's already gone to a second printing, too, I believe, from uh, Diamond. So you guys, if you didn't hear that episode, another heads up, man. Uh, Go to your LCSs and see if they have uh, the main cover, which is an Adam Hughes cover, which is really nice. And also, I believe there was a Heroes Reborn cover. Uh, if you have to settle for that one, but definitely uh, keep an eye out on that on that book. If you uh, guys hit your LCS this week and weren't able to go last week, uh, question, Gil, uh, have you ever heard of Sweet Tooth? I have. So, wait, which Before, one are you talking about? Okay, let me let me re. Okay, well, I guess there is two Sweet Tooth. Let me the comic, reiterate. Right? Huh? The comic, right? Not like the. The killer clown. Exactly. Uh, okay, because I'm just making sure. Because fuck ever that heard clown. Sweet tooth before <laughs> the trailer that dropped last week. Okay, first off, I didn't even know that a trailer dropped. Second off, uh, I did hear about that comic. Okay, so you knew about the comic. You haven't seen the trailer. No, I have not. Okay, uh, so Netflix had picked up. Uh, this title to to do a, a series, I believe, um, and they dropped the trailer last week. I can't remember exactly which day, but we did. They did drop a trailer, and it looked really cool. Uh, it looked uh, interesting. I had personally never read the book. I know currently there is a Sweet Tooth title being put out by DC, um, but anyways, with the trailer dropping. Uh, this book has started to trend even higher now and started to hit over a hundred dollar mark nowadays. Oh damn! Yeah, it, 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 it's uh, it's starting to trend up. So uh, if you guys have it, uh, you know, hopefully when this debuts, it'll be a, a true to form, a good show, and uh, you'll keep seeing those prices go up. Gotcha. Next up. Uh, did you hear about uh, the casting for the Green Lantern AB HBO Max show that happened last week as well, Gil? No, I did not. What the hell? No. Damn, where the hell have I been? I don't know where the fuck you've been. Um, I don't. I have no idea who this actor is. Maybe if I saw a picture of him, I'd uh, uh, I'd recognize him. Do you know who Finn Whitrock is or Whitrock? Whitrock. No. I have no idea. I have no idea who he is either, so I have no idea what other stuff. I'm assuming he's a ginger, <laughs> if it's going to be true to the Guy Gardner comic. This guy is uh, a natural uh, brunette. Is he? Okay. Yes. So hold on, who is he? Uh, he's going to play Guy Gardner. Oh, it's confirmed, right? Not rumored? Nah, he's been cast. Okay, wow. Okay. For for the Green Lantern Corps HBO Max Uh series oh did not know that uh he's been in a couple things oh yeah like what american horror story that's one thing uh he's been actually in a couple seasons uh well it's almost like an anthology series no i i know what like it is but i've never seen any of the seasons uh it's pretty good i've Um, heard good things about it 
something called Long Weekend, uh, My All-American, The Big Short, Judy, Big Boy Pants, Plus One, The Black, uh, on the last, Black Man in San Francisco. Didn't even know that was a movie. Uh, seems like they're smaller movies. They're not like, none of these like are really sticky. Oh, La La Land. That's probably the biggest movie. I've never seen La La Land. That's pretty good. Uh, Law and Order, Criminal Minds. Yeah, so like some mostly, it seems like mostly TV work, not too many films. Okay. Uh, so he kind of is like a little bit of an up and comer type of deal. That's what it seems like. Like he probably got started, it looks like in 2013, roughly. So the last eight years. Okay. So seven or eight years. This is like big break type of deal. Seems like it, yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, hopefully he does. He uh, he does well in the role. So next up, um, we have Star Wars: Darth Vader number one, and so this is the first volume uh, from when Marvel relaunched the Star Wars books. Uh, and the reason that this book has started to trend high is because there's a speculation about Mandalorian season three and what may or may not be happening. There's a lot of rumors that the Wookiees are going to play uh, a bigger role. Well, they haven't had a single role in the Mandalorian, but are going to be uh, playing a role in Mandalor in the Mandalorian season three. And uh, a big rumor is that Black uh, Cranston, who is a Wookiee bounty hunter, is going to be making his uh, silver screen uh, appearance. So this is his first Dude. appearance in the comic books. Dope. Um, if you don't know who he is, imagine a beefier black Chewbacca. That's pretty dope, dude. You know, and I think he has like a scar over one of his eyes and stuff like that. A pretty cool looking character. So a lot of people have been picking up this book, you know, in, uh, in speculation to, to the rumors that the Wookiees and particularly this character is going to make an appearance in season three. And I think that's all I had. Did you have anything to add, uh, Gil? Well, I did see a small little something something about Dark Avengers issue number one. And this is the, uh, I think it was like 2009, I want to say. Like back when Norman Osborn was Iron Patriot. Right. And uh, so there's speculation around because how Contessa, it kind of seems like she's putting together a team almost like her own avengers type team and i was jokingly saying like i think it was last week about like oh dark avengers watch confirmed i'm, I'm speculating it here uh, mm-hmm. because like how like the rumors of hercules and the olympians and i was like oh they're gonna have aries so because of all that there's speculation now with uh you know contessa's putting together the dark avengers and this is the first full appearance of the Dark Avengers. Norman Osborn as Iron Patriot, Dakin as Wolverine, uh, Novar as Captain Marvel, Mac Gargan as Spider-Man, Bullseye as Hawkeye, Moonstone as Miss Marvel, Sentry and Ares like this team. First mention of Hammer as well. Uh, which, which was Norman's version of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, just this is all going off the speculation at the end of uh, the Captain America and Winter Soldier uh, okay. series. 
Yeah, there was rumors, you know, even before uh, the series started that Thunderbolt Ross was going to be in it and that he was going to be putting together a Thunderbolts team with uh, Zemo and and stuff like that. But obviously, you know, having seen the series now, there was no Thunderbolt Ross, but we did get uh, uh, Val uh, in it. And whether she's working with Thunderbolt or someone else, we don't know. We don't know who she's talking to and stuff. Uh, but she's at least got one recruit so far being John Walker, U.S. agent. So, yeah, it, it could be it could definitely be a, a Dark Avengers type of team uh, with a little, you know, mods here and there, because obviously uh, in the comic version of Dark Avenger, U.S. agent had nothing to do with it. But definitely, yeah, that's a that's a good book to to keep an eye on. And I'm pretty sure that book is fairly cheap too. no, Gil? Oh yeah, man. It, it, like right now, a low grade is like you could get like a dollar. Mid grade, about five dollars. High end is like, you know, fifteen bucks. Nice, yeah. So, again, not it, too it's expensive. One of those, yeah, it's one of those affordable keys that you know you don't mind uh, shelling out, let's say five to ten bucks for. Uh, and even if it doesn't pan out uh, sooner, you know, rather than uh, later, it's gonna show up because they, they got to do a dark Avengers team or even something, even if it's not titled dark Avengers, just, you know, a team of supervillains that might actually look something like the dark Avengers to go up. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Like if they do dark Avengers or masters of evil, some type of, you know, something, some type of team of like the anti Avengers. Uh, you know, like a in, in in this case, it could be like a government back team, as opposed to just you know Thunderbolts, where I think they were just faking it the whole time. Exactly. All right. Uh, yeah, that that's it? all I got. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. Cool. Uh, you want to run through the books real quick before we get to the books that come out next Wednesday? Yeah, no problem. So uh, we got the whole entire first appearance of Guy Gardner. Uh, was it Green Lantern issue number 59 Sweet Tooth issue number 1 by Vertigo Comics Black Widow issue number 6 this is from oh the most recent uh, (laughs) run so 2021 one Uh, Darth Vader issue number 1 this is volume Mm 1 and then Dark Avengers issue number 1 okay so get digging in those long boxes Definitely. All right. So now let's talk about some books that are coming out next Wednesday, uh, May 12. Um, and I know just some, I mentioned some DC books. Um, and we all know that DC wants to come out on Tuesdays, but a lot of stores still put them out on Wednesdays like us. We believe Wednesday will forever be comic book day. And I was kind of happy uh, that Penguin uh, the other day said that they have no plans of changing the release date of Marvel books since they're taking over for Diamond, that they believe that Wednesday should always be free comic, or it should be comic book day uh, regardless. It should be, dude. So Penguin uh, has already announced that there will be no change on release dates for Marvel books when they take over, I believe, in October. You know, uh, Wednesday, comic book day, period. Enough said. So, mm-hmm. these books come out next week. 
Image is putting out a new number one next week. It seems like almost every week they got a new book coming out. Uh, this one's called Time Before Time. This one's uh, the concept of this book is kind of interesting. So it's in the future. The year is 2140. Uh, and to escape a world with no future, uh, many people turn to an organization called the Syndicate that for the right price, uh, they send you back in time uh, to a better life. What so the, the fuck? That's some trippy shit. Yeah, so that that concept sounds kind of interesting. And if they're sending you into the past, you know, obviously it's going to affect the future and stuff like that, right? Because you're uh, fucking with the timeline. You know, if Back to the Future has taught us anything. Uh, but we don't know if those are going to be the rules, right? They got to establish ground rules first. That That is very true. Um, it was funny because I put Back to the Future 2 on after you guys left today. And I was like, all right, so the scene where he buys the almanac and then Doc Brown finds it and he reprimands Marty for uh, taking the book. But right before that, Doc doesn't say anything about him taking the hoverboard. Oh, like, shit, that is true. Yeah. So, like, what, couldn't he, like, come back in That's time future and sell the plan? Yeah, and sell the fucking plans to the hoverboard and be rich. Yeah. Instead of just gambling for the money. <laughs> exactly. But Doc doesn't say shit about the hoverboard. And they threw, you know, and they use it throughout the whole fucking movie. And it's okay. But he stops the almanac. Yeah, I don't know about that logic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. Like the thousands of times that I've seen that movie today, all of a sudden I was like, wait, but he's not. He didn't say, oh, you got to leave the hoverboard too. Yeah, because potentially, potentially he's going to become like a million and or billionaire off that tech. Right. And even even the like I was uh, talking to Brett, I'm like, even the clothes, even, Doc does give him, I'm pretty sure Doc gives him the clothes to dress like his son, right? Um, and you could say, okay, Doc Brown takes back the clothes and he puts it away in a magical closet. But even having the clothes, like the, the self-drying jacket and the, you know, self-lacing sneakers. Air mags. That oh, shit. shit. Okay, so he made the air mags. <laughs> You know, he could easily sell that technology, too, and be <laughs> a, a millionaire. Um, but, yeah, you would think that, like, the hoverboard, uh, he'd be like, no, Marty, you can't take the hoverboard and just grab it and chuck it in the trash with the almanac. Yeah, so, yeah, not sure. that, 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 that's, <laughs> that's a thought that I had today watching Back to that's the fu- Future. That's funny. Hello, random. Uh, yeah, it was. Um also coming out next week from Marvel Children of the Atom number three uh, we finally get the origin story to all these new mutant teenagers and what's going on with them uh, Beta Ray Bill number one second print comes out Joker number three comes out and with it is a one out of 25 variant by Ricardo Federici uh, I don't know if you've seen these variants they're like uh, pencil black and white sketch variants have you seen any of them Gil? No, is it something that's uh, come out recently? Yeah, they've done a couple already. I think Joker number one had the Joker, and then a couple other books have had them, some Batman-related book. It, they're really nice, but something about them is just 
I don't know. I don't want to say it's off, but um, I don't want to say lackluster either, but they're a little lackluster. I'm going to have to look them up, but, like, if we think about it, like, pencil, like black and white covers or black and white sketch covers, they've all been done before in, like, a bunch of different styles already, so. Yeah. I could um, get it, like, maybe it's nothing that, like, is wowing or nothing, like, complete, completely different than what's already been done before, previously. Right. So, this one features Jim Gordon on the cover, uh, so keep an eye out on that one. Um... Black Panther number 25 comes out next week, and with it, there's a Brian Stelfreeze cover. Um, it's a really cool cover. I like it, but the only thing that I can focus on on this cover is Black Panther's really nice, tight butt. What? Um, <laughs> like, if you look at the cover, it's uh, like we're standing behind Black Panther. Kind of mm-hmm. like if we were a little kid looking up at him, so uh, we see his butt. Like his uh, cheeks are front and center. Kind of. <laughs> Let me know what you think of the cover, Gil. Uh, oh, I just gosh. sent it to you. Moving on, we have GI Joe, a real American. Oh, that's definitely, definitely, what? definitely emphasizing on his ass. What the right? hell? Right. <laughs> Like he's all like clenching. Why can't it get do like a bird's eye view? Because <laughs> like, dude, like I get what you mean. Like we're basically like the point of view is of like a five year old looking up behind uh, Black Panther as he's like walking up to like a crowd of people or like his people of Wakanda. Right. And it's like it you like... just see cheeks and then the rest of a mountain of a man that he is in the you know community, the people of the village. Yeah, all the kids surrounding him and stuff like that. It's a great cover. Like, I love the sun effect, uh, you know, coming out from behind him with, like, whatever those uh, statues or whatever they are um, going up, looking like a rib cage or something like that. And uh, the the jets flying by. It's a, it's a great cover. But, like, I don't know. My eye the point goes of directly view. to his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the point of view fucking sucks. You know, uh, this 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 uh, variant should be called uh, Wakanda's ass, since Captain America's America's oh, ass. Oh yes, definitely. This is Wakanda's 100%. ass. <laughs> uh, moving on, IDW is putting out GI Joe two eighty one. This features the first appearance and origin of Sherlock, a new female GI Joe character. Um, oh nice yeah uh betty and veronica friends forever spring break number one comes out next week uh there's an exclusive cover to virginia comic-con uh the artist is called dan parent and it's limited to 250 uh copies i really like the cover um you know who his name is i think i'm gonna butcher it but it's i think joseph taylor Christopher, uh, the guy that does all sure the who. action figure covers. Oh, lately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know who you're talking and about. And lately he's been doing the covers where it's like the background is the same color as like the prominent color of a character's suit. Mm-hmm. So it kind of blends in and you just see the opposite, uh, all the other colors. 
Uh, so they kind of took that idea for this cover, and it's uh, Betty and Veronica in hot pink two-piece bikinis uh, on top of a hot pink cover. And it pops really nice. So uh, if you guys are Betty and Veronica fans or, you know, little pervy, if you know what I'm saying, um, <laughs> let's see if you can pick up this issue. Mad Cave is putting out Nottingham number two, second print, uh, as well as issue three comes out next week. This book keeps selling out every time a new issue comes out, so definitely keep an eye on this title. Uh, Aftershock uh, is releasing Silver City number one. Uh, this one seems like an interesting concept. Uh, when a young roughneck lands in Silver City, the gritty... Uh, purgatorial metropolis of the afterlife, she must adapt to her new existence while attempting to uncover how and why she died. Dude, um, I do gotta say, the cover fucking is beautiful, man. For which one? The A cover for Silver City. Oh, uh, I, the only one that I've seen is the one where it's like the four characters with like an angel behind them or a statue the, of an angel behind them. Well, I look at it as like the angel of death. Is it the angel of death? Well, just okay, because, like, yeah, with yeah. the uh, with the synopsis that you gave, with the concept, like, why yeah. she died, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, it might really be nice the cover. angel of death behind her, you know. That's very true. Yeah, the art's very nice. I like the colors and everything on that cover. Yeah, it looks nice. Silk number three comes out. Uh, this features the first cover appearance of Saya Ishii. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, issue fourteen comes out. Uh, and in this issue, Doctor Doom joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, what the fuck? He made an appearance in the last issue, uh, but he kind of took out the team. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see how and why he joins the team. I'm down for this. That's what uh, I'm saying. I love Doom. It is, and it, it could also be very, uh, very much foretelling of what might happen in the MCU down the line, too. Possibly. Uh, keeping the Doom storyline going, Fantastic Four number 32 comes out next week. And this is the uh, beginning of the Bride of Doom story arc. Um, all of this leads to Doom getting married. I gotta say, like, my favorite cover is the Scotty Young cover. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> to this book? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. The, the Scotty Young cover is the F cover. And so it has like a wedding cake. And then it's like his uh, bride holding him. So like he's being held up by her. And then oh, like yeah. he's, he's reaching out his hands with like a smile. It's funny nice. as fuck. Yeah. It's I like a two-tier cake. Yeah. Okay. Heroes Reborn comes out this week. And next week is issue two. I still don't know jack shit about the storyline. Uh, I don't feel like there's been very much hype or um, info on this, so we we're kind of going blind on this one, but we'll see. Mm. Uh, Star Wars 13 comes out next week from Marvel, uh, and this is the pre uh, part two of the prelude that's going to lead to War of the Bounty Hunters. Um, so definitely pick this up if you're interested in the War of the Bounty Hunters book coming out later uh, this year. Wait, what the fuck? Luke has a yellow lightsaber? Yes. So 
in what the hell? So this is kind of to I don't want to say justify, but when like when the original figures came out, he had a yellow lightsaber. Oh uh, yeah, the old school Kenner ones, right? Right. So in this, mm. so this book or this volume takes mm-hmm. place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So <laughs> he lost the blue saber because his hand got cut off, um, and now he has the yellow saber, which is going to be like a transitional lightsaber. Uh, before he builds his green one. <laughs> All right, got you. Kind of like to explain it away. Uh, I guess to just give uh, lore to the original figure. Mm-hmm. Got you. Uh, we mentioned Black Panther 25 earlier. Uh, just to add to that, it is the final issue of Black Panther. So um, big things should happen, hopefully. A new... X-Men book uh, debuts next week from Marvel called X-Corp. This is obviously going to be the first appearance of the team, um, which features Warren and Monet St. Croix. This kind of has a vibe of, like, all the rich, pompous X-Men. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if Emma Frost, like, makes an appearance or is asked to be on the team. Uh, Because it's all the rich, snobby characters, kind of. That's funny. The elite. Uh, Exactly. Uh, Star Wars High Republic number five comes out next week. I still haven't read them because I was going to read the the book prior to this to have some knowledge. And I've been too lazy to do that. But it seems like this book has kind of lost some of its steam that it had uh, a few months ago when uh, number one came out. I'm sure it's kind of like that, like every time that it's a new series, like everyone's all about it, and then slowly people fall off. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman 772 comes out. Uh, This features a first appearance as well as a first cover appearance of Wonder Woman's evil side. Um this when I saw this, it kind of reminded me of Scott Pilgrim, where it's like Nega Scott. So I can totally Nega. see that. So this is kind of like the first appearance of Nega Diana or Nega <laughs> Wonder Woman, uh, because the cover <laughs> has like Wonder Woman standing there, and behind her, like a black and white version of her with like glowing red eyes and a big ass fucking axe about to cut her head off. So. Uh, might be worth looking into. Uh, this is, like I said, is the first appearance and first cover appearance for uh, Evil Wonder Woman. Uh, if you guys have been picking up Batman Urban Legends number three, or, or Batman Urban Legends, issue three comes out next week, and there is a really nice uh, Red Hood cover done by, um, I'm going to probably butcher the last name, Simone Bianchi. Um, it's a really nice uh, beat up Red Hood. He's kind of laying in a pile of rubble, kind of looking straight at the camera. Um, it looks like it might be uh, a painted cover. But I love it. It's it came beautiful. Out really nice. You've seen it? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm looking at it right now. Nice. And it's yeah. uh, fucking, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a really nice one. Yeah. Uh, Challenge of the Super Sons 2 no- comes out next week, and this features the first appearance of the Doom Scroll. 
So for all you first appearance hunters, this is definitely something that should be on your list next week. Another thing from DC uh, next week, and this one should be a pretty good seller, is DC Festival of Heroes, the Asian Superhero Celebration number one. Uh, it's got an amazing cover by Jim Lee, uh, and obviously by the name of it, it's uh, celebrating all uh, Asian superheroes in the DC universe. Uh, it also features a first appearance of Monkey Prince. Oh, so a new character as well. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It seems like uh, DC is kind of, you know, cashing in on the different, like, because, like, like, right now is um, the Asian Heritage Month. Right. And then how they're going to be doing Pride and this and that. So, uh, well, maybe cashing in it sounds kind of bad, but it just <laughs> seems like they're paying homage, the proper homage. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they probably are, but, uh, you know, they're doing the homage, and at least they're doing they that do acknowledging Black it. History? Yeah, they did. Uh, that was, did like, they? when they first int- started introducing, like, the return of, like, some of the Milestone characters and whatnot. Okay, I just couldn't remember. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, at least they're pay- paying homage and doing a little something, you know? Okay. Superman 31 comes out next week. This features the first team appearance of Shadow Breed. Um, and what the last, fuck? Yeah, I haven't been keeping up at all with Superman, so I have no idea. And also, like we mentioned, uh, this Superman is going to be going away soon and being rebranded for Jonathan Kent. So this might be something to pick up. Well, yeah, on the cover, it has the two of them. Uh, you know, they're right next to each other, and then it looks like dark shadows are trying to like grab them. Right, there's a whole bunch of like hands uh, mm-hmm. reaching out towards them. And last but not least is Ice Cream Man 24 from Image Comics. Uh, there's a Martin Morazzo cover that's pretty cool. Uh, it looks like a black and white uh, flyer for a telethon. Um, so that that book has actually been taken off lately too. So it might be something to look into. And if I'm not mistaken... Uh, there's a shit ton of variants for this uh, issue. As far as I know, I think there's like eight or nine. I think that's for like each issue, like each one that's come out so far, there's been like that many. Yeah, um, which is weird because it's not an anniversary issue. It's uh, because usually, you know, they save something like that for like the 25th issue. Anyways, that's it for future keys. Uh, anything that you need to add, Gil? No, sir. That's it. Alrighty. Well, let the people know where you're going to be at. Uh, Black Hole Comics, all social media. What about you? Uh, every day at CF, uh, at Comic and Figure Addicts in Union City, California. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter uh, under CF Addicts. And our website where we put up new pre-orders weekly for all those new toys and gadgets um, at cfaddicts.co. Every here, every week here on uh, what's the issue, and as well the, as the Geek Out show. That's it for this week, guys. Uh, Gil, thanks for being on, and like I said, had fun with you guys this morning. Bye. Don't forget the three R's. I, I was leaving it open for you, man. I don't always have to say the three R's. Re, rebag, three. reboard, and reprice. <laughs> there you go. Now put that shit on a shirt. <laughs> Later. Later.